And uh, hello, everyone. Great to see you again in this lovely weather, but also lovely to, to be together and uh, worshipping our Lord. As, um, as the songs um, said earlier, for Jesus to be the center of our lives. How wonderful is that? So for this morning, I thought to carry on with our discussions, our study of different characters in the Bible. And we spoke of different characters last few Sundays, as you remember, about Peter, Thomas, Mary, Joseph, and so on. So how about this morning, we're not looking at just one character, but two. So you've probably, and I'm sure we've all heard about Martha and Mary. Martha and Mary, two sisters in the New Testament, with their brother Lazarus, all good friends with Jesus. They were like, you know, the friends with whom Jesus wanted to spend his spare time. Although he hadn't had much spare time. But Martha, Mary, Lazarus were those kind of friends where Jesus felt welcomed. Jesus felt like at home. He spent a lovely time with them. He felt like, you know, they were not judging him. They, they were not embarrassed uh, being associated with him. He felt like at home in their presence. So are we those kinds of friends for Jesus? Help us, Lord, to be. So Martha and Mary lived in the town of Bethany, as we will find out, which means the house of welcome or the house of figs. Bethany was a small town or a village near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And it was like a suburb of the capital. So it was a very important place for Jesus. Many times he went there to, to spend time with his friends and also preaching the gospel. So he stayed there perhaps in the last week, before the last week of his life, with Martha and, the, and Mary and their family. So just before he entered in Jerusalem, as we remember, he came from Bethany, we were told. So we will be looking at the two sisters and we'll see some differences between them. But we will not judge them because we will see all of us will have something from Martha and from Mary as well. So I have one reader for this morning. If you want to help me to read the text from Luke chapter 10. Verses 38, 42. Do you want to come up here? Thank you. So it's Luke chapter 10, verses 38, 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, they came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Mother, the Lord answered, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Thank you very much. What a lovely short story, isn't it? So looking at the differences between Martha and Mary, we will learn 
from them, two different personalities. And we're all different, aren't we? We're not the same. Uh, but looking at this story, there is something about their attitude that makes Jesus say about Mary that she has chosen a better way. So there seems to be a better way of following Jesus. There seems to be a better way of uh, worshipping him. So first thought, first difference this morning that we can think of is that Martha seems to welcome Jesus in her house, but Mary welcomed Jesus in her heart. Martha, we read, opened her home to Jesus. And Mary seems to be receiving Jesus in her house and also in her heart. But first of all, what a privilege to be visited by Jesus. Imagine tomorrow to know Jesus is coming for lunch in your house, in my house. How amazing that news must have been for them. So Martha, in a way, she was doing the right thing. You know, she was serving others. But there was a problem with her. She wasn't very happy. She seems to be doing the right thing in that moment, but she wasn't very happy. And Mary probably, and for sure, or probably, they worked together, preparing the house, preparing the dinner or the lunch for Jesus and the visitors. But once Jesus entered the house, Mary stopped everything else, and she focused on what Jesus has to say. She spent her time at Jesus' feet. Now, when is our time of prayer? Are we leaving everything else to focus and listening to what God has to say to us? You know, glad this Sunday we left other priorities and we are here in his presence. And God bless us all. And God be with those who couldn't be here. But you see, from this story, we note that for Jesus, it's not, important, it's not more important what we are doing for him. For Jesus is more important who we are in him. Is our individual well-being, is our heart, is our mind. For Jesus is more important who we become in him. Not just the things we're doing for the Lord. It's the relationship we are having with the Lord Jesus. And Mary, we were told, she chose the right thing. But let's be honest, we live like Marthas these days, right? This is like a Martha world for us and for me. I was reflecting. We're always on the run. We're always busy. We had a busy day. We had a busy week. We had a busy month. We had a busy year. And, you know, then we look in the mirror and say, where our life has gone? So busy. Always something more important to do. And, you know, we can see in Martha's life, she felt that she has that responsibility to get everything right. You know, cleaning the house, making the proper meal. So, you know, she was getting ready to prepare a, a, a nice meal for the visitors. But she forgot that the real meal was in front of her. Because, you know, the words from God are our, the best food for our spiritual life for our souls. And hospitality, you know, should not be just to impress other people 
stressing out uh, how things are looking in our house. So Mary in this story is like saying, you're welcome in my house. But more importantly, Jesus, you're welcomed in my life, in my heart. So nowadays we see like lots of people are learning and finding out about Jesus. But how many are opening their hearts to let him in, to really understand who he is? And in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, we know this important verse. He says, it says in here, Jesus says, here I am. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. You see, this door is the door of our hearts. It's the door of our life. And Jesus will never force the door to enter. He's gentle. He's waiting for people to receive his blessing, his word. You know, people nowadays are calling him a prophet, a teacher. But have they really understood who he really is? The Messiah, the Son of God. Because people are never inviting him in their lives, in their hearts. And it's so important because in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it says in here, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart. What is in our heart? And Proverbs 23, verse 26, it says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes, let your eyes delight in my ways. Give me your heart. So God, Lord Jesus, is not more interested in what we're doing, what we're giving him uh, material, if you like. He's more interested to give him our hearts, to give ourselves to the Lord so that he can work in our lives. So that was number one. Number two, we see in the story, Martha was distracted. That's the word there, distracted. But Mary found peace, listening, assimilating Jesus' words. So the text says, Martha was distracted by all her preparation. What was she distracted from? From spending time with Jesus. So in the passage, Jesus says clearly that Mary had a better choice. She made a better choice. Decided, she decided simply, let the work aside, and I'm just going to focus listening to Jesus. Martha probably was thinking, oh, that's lazy. Look at her. But Jesus, you know, commented, co commended Mary and said she clearly chose the right thing. She wanted to spend time with the Lord, and Jesus wanted to spend time with them. And this was far more important than whatever Martha was doing. And if you think of it, Martha had the opportunity of a lifetime to stay in the presence of Jesus and learn from him. Probably she reflected at this event a few years on. And, uh, you know, we can think of people asking Martha, so how was it to have Jesus in your house? And probably she said, oh, I don't know for sure. I was so busy, you know, trying to get the stain out of the carpet. I didn't really realize what's going on. And isn't that the same sometimes in our lives? We have so many opportunities 
for God to touch our hearts, to speak to us. But minor things bothering our minds don't let us fully assimilate what, she, what he has to tell us. So let's reflect. What are some of the good things, perhaps, that might distract us from something even greater, for something even better from God? And Martha, for sure, she was saying, well, there is so much work to do. And we can say the same. There's so much things I need to complete. So we leave the Bible, we leave the prayer, reducing our time, just one verse, rushing through the day. You know, so busy during the, the week, so busy during the year, as we said. We forget about the freedom we have in Lord Jesus to understand the love he has for us and the reassurance that everything is going to be fine. Everything and he means it. Everything is going to be fantastic. So why spending our life worrying so much? Why spending our life, you know, troubled so much when we will have an eternity to spend with Jesus at his feet? So let's remember today, not, don't be distracted by minor things and focus on Jesus. Number three, we can see Martha... He's telling Jesus what to do. A bit rude, isn't it? But Mary was listening to what God and Jesus had to say to her. Martha, in the text we read, she says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. So she's like interrupting all that talk about the kingdom, about heavenly things. You know, she's definitely kind of bossy here with Jesus. Lord, don't you care? Tell her to do this. So maybe, you know, she's looking for some recognition here. If you're having a good time, it's because of me. Martha was definitely taken over by her emotions in this story. So we come to God in our prayers, in our Christian lives, Let's think how much of that time we tell Lord Jesus what to do and how much we're asking him, Lord, what can I do? What shall I do for you? That's why so many people, unfortunately, are becoming disappointed with God because so many people I heard are saying, I studied the Bible, I went to the Bible studies, I went to church, I prayed. Why did I lose my job? Why so many other people, they don't even bother to go to church and they seem to thrive, to thrive? They seem so well. Martha started to compare herself with her sister Mary. And that's when the issues are coming in our hearts. When we are expecting so much from God, like people are, some people are thinking he's like a vending machine, like a, you know, wisher fulfilling our wishes and our desires. But in this story, we found out it's more important to listen what God has to tell us. His blessings, His reassurance, His love is more important than material things that He can give us. So, Jesus said to Mary, she chose the right part. It's not about what God can give us in this material life. It's all about him. 
It's all about knowing him. That's why Mary chose the right thing. Jesus' presence himself is far more important than all other things we are wishing for. And when we have that, when we have Jesus, something amazing happens. Is that peace that surpasses all understanding. It's more important to be first his disciples and listening to his teachings. And all other things will follow. As he put, simply put it, seek first the kingdom of God and all other things will be given to you, isn't it? But so many times people are doing things the other way around. Me first, my needs first, my problems first, and God maybe later. So let's look in those sisters' lives and learn today what is really important. Number four, everything for Martha, everything Martha does is urgent, but everything Mary does is more important. So we can think of our lives, everything is urgent. Waking up in the mornings, checking up Facebooks, how many likes since last night, checking up the news, checking the news, checking the Twitter. Oh, where is my kappa? Where are my clothes? Train ticket, did I bought it? What about a peaceful prayer to start with? To put ourselves under the eyes of God and listen to what he has to say. And we've seen advertising companies are so great in catching our eyes. Movie companies are so great in just getting our attention, isn't it? So well made, so graphics and lights and shiny and sparkles. You think, I want to be that. I want to be there. I want to do that. Everything seems urgent. I want this now. I want it quick. But looking at Martha as well, some good things about her is that she wanted to make you know, things nice for others, which is great. Not many people have this gift today, trying to make others feel great. But if we look in the church as well, you know, some families, some, peoples, some people are busy with doing stuff for the Lord, working. How much time? do they have to spend at Jesus' feet? So that's why as a community, we need to help each other, give, give our, each other time to spend with Jesus. In our families as well, you know, where children are running, everything seems to be busy between wife and husband. How do we split those responsibilities? To give each other time to spend with, with Jesus. Because what happens, we see in Martha's life, if we don't spend time with Jesus, we can do work and work and work, we will burn out at some point. We will have enough at some point. And that's why we see many Christians who used to be you know, very involved in the work, in the ministry, at some point they're just burning out, they're just giving up. Because they didn't spend enough time at Jesus' feet. And without time in prayer, without time with Jesus, we become unhappy with what we're doing. So what Martha was doing wasn't wrong. Her attitude was not in the right place. We have to serve the Lord, yes, but we have to serve him joyfully. So if we feel like 
you know, our joy has kind of diminished. Let's go back to Jesus' feet. Let's charge our batteries to understand who he is, to understand what he's done for us, to understand his love, to understand his care. And then we can serve him with love, with passion, with joy. Amen. Amen. Number five, and the last thought for this morning, and then we'll have a few conclusions as well. We can see that Martha worried about temporary things. But Mary was concerned with eternal matters. Temporary things. And Lord Jesus says to Martha, 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 the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Martha is worried of such a minor things in her life, as we are. We are very often. Things that may never happen, things that are worrying us all day from morning to evening. Let, gives, let us this morning think of the things that really matter, things that are really eternal. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, it says in here, Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Think of the things that are above, that will not be taken from us. And with the same family in John chapter 11, when Lazarus unfortunately dies, Jesus reveals himself to the two sisters, to Martha and Mary. In that, if you read that chapter, John chapter 11, if you have time to read at home, it says in here in verse 25, Jesus said to her, to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? What a powerful, strong words Jesus tells her here. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. How powerful is that? How strong is that? This is more important. This is eternal compared to our little things that we're upset about and you know, consumes and takes our energy on a daily basis. This is the truth, my friends. So let's this morning think more of the things above, things that are eternal, things that will never be taken from us. Think and meditate of Jesus. And in conclusion, what we can learn from Mary and Martha well, both took a decision in that story. Mary made a choice to sit at Jesus' feet. Let's ask ourselves, are we pursuing the right things? Later in the Bible, we see Mary in John chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. She is the one that's pouring that expensive perfume on Jesus' feet. That perfume, that was all she had because she understood what Jesus said. He is the resurrection and the life. And it says in here, verses 1 to 3, chapter 12, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany. Again, lovely place, Bethany, for Jesus. Where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. 
Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served. No change there. While Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about half a liter of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. And you know what Jesus promised in Mark chapter 14, verse 9? Jesus promised here, Truly I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached through the world, throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. What Mary did, she gave everything she had for Jesus. And when you understand who Jesus is, nothing seems too expensive to give him back, like our hearts, our lives. So let's pray this morning. For God, help us all to give him what is more precious for us. Don't allow anything to distract us from spending time with Jesus, from listening to his words. And furthermore, let us not distract anyone else from spending time with Jesus, as Martha did. Not only she was distracted, but she distracted someone else. So let's pray for God to help us all not to be that uh, environment where we distract other people from worshipping God. And I'll end with these two verses from the scripture for all of us today. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So the conclusion this morning, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, help us. And in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6, 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Amen. So help us, Lord. Amen.